Are you ready? I'm always ready. Okay. Alright, here we go. Welcome to Two Nerds, maybe more, with your host, Michael Strasinski, and Martin Larson. Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, maybe more. As always, my name is Michael, and with me, as per usual, is Marty. Hello Marty, how are you doing today? Hello, Mike. I'm doing quite well. The cat is now silent, I hope. So, <laughs> we can record. Yes, um, uh, mine may not be silent if it sounds like there's a war going on behind me. It's because <laughs> there probably is um, between my two kittens. So, uh, what do you say we, we just jump right into it today um, and start talking about some cool nerd stuff, mainly starting off with movies. Sure. Have you been watching movies? I have, yes. Actually, um, we pulled a double feature yesterday. Um, Myself and Selena, my wife, we, as I've mentioned before, we are currently going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe in chronological order. Mm -hmm. And we watched, first up, we watched Captain America uh, and the Winter Soldier. Ooh, that's a good one. And I have been very open with my disdain for like simply the Captain America character. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily Marvel's depiction of him in the cinematic universe, but just the character in general. Uh, I still, I actually enjoyed this movie. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good action movie. I liked it overall. There were some moments of it where I was like, ugh, Captain America. But for the most part, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Um I really liked it, and it was funny to hear, like, I've only seen it once before, but it was funny to hear Selena um, be like, oh, because she didn't even know, like, we had watched the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Mm. and she didn't even really have an idea of who the Winter Soldier was. Mm. So, like, she started to, like, get little bits here and there, because she saw things out of order, and just more of, like, a casual, like, hey, everyone's talking about this movie, let me go watch it, type deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine watching some of the series if you haven't, if you're not, if you haven't, you know, watched all the movies. I think they can be a little bit confusing because there is a lot of stuff that has happened. Um, so yeah, I can totally see that if you, if you if you're not completely sure who the Winter Soldier actually is, that it might be a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I didn't I didn't remember that this movie didn't do a whole lot to actually really describe like what has happened like i guess that comes a, a bit after because we did jump right into the next movie and the next movie in the chronological order is actually um very much removed from this movie oh. because it's guardians of the galaxy oh so, right. okay <laughs> yeah so we jumped into after winter soldier guardians of the galaxy which is like just super fun like yeah. I really enjoyed those movies, and it was so much fun to go back to that universe and just kind of relive that first movie and see the characters interact and things like that. I still hmm. don't know how I feel about Ronan. Like, it seems like such a cool villain, hmm. and then he seems kind of goofy, though. Like, I don't know. It's just like, is that how his character always is? Or is... I, I don't know. It was just very off-putting slightly just because i was like he seems really cool and then some of the things that he was doing i'm like "Mm." but i think it was more positive than negative in his character for me at least 
it, that's the first <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yes. I don't remember that at all. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. Whoa. She's upset. Did not know that we had a guest on today's episode. <laughs> yeah, she has a clear, you know, uh, opinion about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's, it doesn't sound good. Apparently, she hates um, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess that's part of the problem, right? Is that like Ronan is a forgettable character. Maybe. Like he's the main bad in this one, but he sets up the stage for Thanos and uh, the idea of like the time stones and things like that. So. Um, I do like his interactions, like, with Thanos. It's just, uh, I don't know, I guess he is a bit forgettable as a character, Mm. even though, like, his cause seems like it has a much bigger deal going on in the universe than, uh, what the movie kind of just gives you. So maybe there's more there in the future, and I think that it ties into Captain Marvel a little bit, um, because he is Kree, and I think that like she was battling Kree at some point and things like that. So yeah, um, it all ties together in ways, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I need to go rewatch Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's one of the ones I need to go rewatch because I don't really remember the first one that well. I remember the whole second one, mm-hmm. um, but the whole planet uh, thing. Um, but yeah, don't really remember that one. This one that well. I definitely suggest doing it. I mean, it's a fun movie. It's still fun. Uh, hmm. So, that's um, that's the movies I've watched. Pretty much just those two. Uh, but I mean, yeah. it's I, been I, two I, weeks, so one movie per week. Yeah, nice. I've, I've watched two movies as well, actually. Um, so let's jump into those two. That it's also two uh, movies that is part of our, our larger series by now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because I've never actually seen that one. Um, and I, I know that you love it and it's one of your favorite Indiana Jones movies so it's like, well I need to watch it then if Mike is really praising it this much <laughs> then I need to need to go watch it, isn't that right? Um, I don't think that I've ever really said it was my favorite or that I've really given it a whole bunch of praise <laughs> but I guess before you get started on it I will say that I'm not as opposed to it as a lot of people are mm. um and I'll leave it at that and let you kind of talk about <laughs> your opinion. <laughs> the thing is, the the previous Indiana Jones movies, it's such a long time since, since I've watched them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not completely sure that I remember them correctly. Because I do, I, I felt like a lot of the action and humor is way over the top in this one. Mm. I mean, sure, I, I do remember that the old ones obviously had some wacky humor and stuff like that but i do feel like just that whole fridge scene i'm like that's that's just ridiculous i mean (laughs) he how how would he survive that how would he survive that um and and the whole without spoiling the movie the whole ending of the movie i also felt like isn't this a little bit too much um i i do know that some of the previous ones had some supernatural elements to them but i just felt like this went went a little bit nuts um i think that your statement of kind of over the top kind of explains it as a whole mm. like it it feels really weird just simply as like when you compare it to the other indiana jones movies because 
Um, not necessarily the concept of like what they're looking for, because archaeology and uh, otherworldly things sometimes uh, go together. I guess like mm-hmm. when you're when you're digging up things of the past, like obviously there's things like I'm trying not to I'm trying to beat around the bush of like the main plot point like at mm-hmm. the end there without yeah. saying anything, but. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like the other Indiana Jones movies in a lot of aspects, mm-hmm. uh, and I think maybe it's just too far removed in terms of time from when the originals were made, because it has been a very long time since like the originals were made and that one came out, and this one came out at a time where a certain ancient-based show was kind of hitting its peak popularity, and people were interested in that type of concept. So. Um, I think that maybe they tried to play on that and they played on it a bit too much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's over the top. It, it is over the top. But <laughs> at the same time, I don't hate it, but it is one of those movies where I have to not necessarily think about what came before it and just kind of yeah. take it as it is. I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was bad. I was just so, you know, it didn't. it didn't feel like the originals to me mm-hmm. like as much as I, I hoped they would um, but overall you know it, it was an entertaining uh, an entertaining movie I was entertained for, for the while I was watching it and, and you know that that's probably you know the important important part with, with this type of movie but um, but yeah I, I felt like if they had renamed the character and it has had been a different character the movie would have worked quite uh, you know as good I think um, yeah. so um, so yeah, but yeah, no, oh, well, was entertained by it, but don't think it's the best one in the series. No, definitely not, definitely not. And the other movie is the newest Terminator, Terminator Dark Fate. Don't know if you watched that or watched any of the Terminator movies for that matter, Mike. I have seen pretty much all the Terminator movies. I have not seen this one. Hmm. Um, and I think I didn't see the one before it because there's like what there's that whole spin-off Terminator stuff that's like Terminator Genesis or something like that and um, hmm. I saw a couple of those I think but I haven't followed it completely um, but this is supposed to be a technically Terminator 3 slash 4 right like it's supposed to kind of follow that line yeah I mean basically Basically, whatever Sarah Connor was doing, she succeeded. She she uh, the, the the she succeeded in in you know Skynet never rose up and became a thing. Um, yeah. But then you know just even further into the future, something else happened. Uh, and, of course, of course. Yeah, so so it's a new kind of uh, robot that travels back in, in time. Um, but what I, I thought was really really cool though is that there's obviously also a human that traveled back in time. Um, but they, the humans can be, what's it called, enhanced, mm-hmm. um, augmented is the word that I'm looking for. So, so the, the human that is traveling back in time as well is augmented. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she's like badass. She has like you know she has stuff inside of her as well. So you know she, she's technically uh, I would say a cyborg. Okay. Um, so, so she's not 100% human. She has, you know, robotic elements to her as well, and and I think that's a, a pretty cool spin to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also overall maybe think some of the plot lines are a little bit thin. It's a little bit. Uh, 
it's a cool idea, but it, it the same with, with Indiana Jones as in the end of thing. It's a cool idea. I just don't really think it works. Um, okay. And I think that the first half of a movie is, is really, really good, actually. I really love how it just starts out and the action, and, and then it just hits that lull, and then it needs to pick itself back up. And because the action was so good in the first half, they need to, you know, uh, they can make action that is less, if that makes sense. So they're trying to go over the top of the action, and then you just, again, you're just face-palming, and you're like, how do they survive this stuff? Um <laughs> So I would say that the first half of the movie is really, really cool. And the second half, half is just, uh, nah, okay, now it became like an average uh, action uh, movie. Um, so yeah, so so again, it it was cool. I, I was entertained, um, but but not the best entry into to the series either. Now, is this coming from like a, like, are you like a huge Terminator fan? Or uh, just kind of like, yeah, you know, I enjoy it from time to time. Um, I would say that the two first ones, I'm a, I, I mean, I've grown up with those movies, so, mm-hmm. um, so it, it's it's just, uh, and always been really interested in special effects and stuff like that. So I remember the the sequel was just like, whoa, this is so cool yeah. <laughs> when it came out, um, and I've been following. But you know, from a from a story point of view, you know what, the first Terminator movie, the story is so be- the the. St- core stories is a little bit lacking in that as well if, if you mm-hmm. have to you know really be critical because but i mean it depends on what type of, of time travel philosophy that you you, <laughs> you know you are into and 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 this is definitely the time travel philosophy that i'm into that one misses it the point completely because the dad to john connor is being sent back from he's coming from the future and and traveling back so but how can he then how can John Connor be born to begin with see even the that's police the time agree. police yeah exactly how can John Connor be born to begin with if his dad comes from the future you know it, that's just like a, a timeline you know some someone smoked too much in the 80s and when they made the movie and, and were like yeah this is how it works um, but uh, but but yeah I think what I would love to see because there was actually a Terminator series TV series um, at some point that was actually it was alright if I remember correctly but it got mm-hmm. cancelled um, so so but I, I think I would love to see them reboot Terminator like from the ground up mm-hmm. imagining it all over and, and update it to like the 21st century and, and, and make a TV series because I think you could, you could do so much cool stuff with the whole premise of, of Terminator mm-hmm. but but if they just keep having to you know if they keep having to to build on what's already there, then I think that's what, where it becomes a little bit uh, meh. Because you know the, the the first movie to begin with, the, the premise is a little bit you know outdated by now. Um, so so yes, yeah, so I would love to see you know reboot TV series and just make it awesome. Yeah, it's so hard, right? Like because like I like to see universes expanded. Mm. and like uh, retakes on certain things and things like that but then at the same time we have like these giant franchises like when you hear Terminator like the first thing that comes to your mind is Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. and then you see him in the movies now in his older state and you're just like what is going on <laughs> here like it doesn't work um, 
So it's like a challenge, I guess, to try to figure out like, okay, how do we, like, I always see these comments in like Instagram posts and YouTube videos of like Hollywood has no new ideas Mm. and things like that. And it's like, well, if I really love something, wouldn't I want more of it? And I always feel like sometimes the people that make these, they have the best intentions yeah. of like expanding it and they're fans of it sometimes and they want to see more of it themselves. But I always think it would be more interesting to, instead of necessarily a reboot of the Terminator series, why not do something more along the lines of like Terminator Saga? And what it would be is more of like going along the same timeline but at different spots yeah, of what's I mean, going on in different stories within the universe yeah I mean you know normally I would 100% agree with you um, I, I do feel like I, I love when universes get expanded as well I just feel like you know you, you also need a, a good foundation and I just, I, I just feel like from a story point of view that the foundation is a little bit uh, not you know a little bit uncertain all the way there when, when it comes mm. to, to the Terminator universe I think the original is, is terribly outdated if you want not you know I'm not talking about effects wise and stuff like that but story wise it's just because it's sci-fi it's science fiction um, but the science has just caught up to the fiction um, yeah. you know and it, it just feels very very outdated and the ideas in it is outdated and and, and and stuff like that so that's why I was like that's why I think it would be cool for this particular universe put it put it on a hiatus for, for some years uh, rethink it update it because there is some cool concepts in there um, so so you know that that's why I'm calling for a reboot in this particular uh, okay. uh, case. Okay. Um, because I totally agree with you. I, I hate when they do reboots when they, when you know it's not really called for. But uh, but I think this is probably one of the franchises that where there's been too many hits and misses and, and stuff like that. So um... see, like I I don't hate reboots even if they're not really called for. Because my example is it right? Like nobody was asking for a reboot of it. Mm. And then it kind of happened, and I think it was done really well. Uh, we've we've <laughs> talked agree. about it before, yep. so I'm not opposed to um, like just out of nowhere like reboots happening. Like I'm interested in seeing what this Ghostbusters is going to be like because um, mm-hmm. it it seems like a weird mix, right? Like I saw a little bit about it, and that some people are like, "Oh, so Ghostbusters is like a kid movie now," and blah blah. And my understanding is, I've always felt Ghostbusters was like a family movie. Mm. Um, in almost like the perfect sense of it where some of the humor that's being said like kids won't get adults will get but then there's enough there still for the kids to enjoy like the ghost busting action to be fair, I don't even know if the creators of Ghostbusters knew what it was when they created it because I don't know if you've seen the the, the movies that made us uh, on on Netflix. Ghostbusters. I know of it. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, though. Ghostbusters is one of them, and it was it's so it was so in, it's like so interesting to see that movie that we grew up with. That um, it, it's just you know uh, it, it's like. It's 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 just there and and it, it's it's such an integral part of, of who I am. And then to see that when they made it, it was such a chaos and they were constantly, you know, fighting with different stuff. And and the people that they wanted to play the roles didn't necessarily, you know, oh, wait, and stuff I, like that. And, I think that I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I have seen that one because they were talking about hmm. how like Bill Murray never showed up on time or something like that. Like he was no, on they his, didn't. Like, his, 
they didn't know if he would show up on oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he hadn't technically said said yes officially. So they didn't actually know if he would be there on the first day of shooting. Um, but he was, so. Yeah, I okay, I did see that when I watched it with oh. Selena. Uh, but um, I always think, like, sometimes when we're thinking about movies from our past, um, we look at it through a lens of almost like when you read literature, Mm. Where maybe the person that made it did not have these grand concepts in mind, no. and they were just like, "This seems enjoyable. I want yeah. to do this. Wouldn't this make a cool idea?" And then it got big beyond what their initial yeah, thought yeah. was, and we're looking at it through like this lens of like, "It's so perfect," and they created this amazing thing, and they were just like, "Yeah, we were like high half the time, just kind of creating <laughs> what we wanted." And I feel like we find ourselves like overanalyzing sometimes. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, can you bring me a tissue? So I think you muted, you didn't mute when you talked to your wife, but oh. you muted yourself afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes were made. I asked for a tissue and I meant to yeah, mute I, it. Yeah, I, I hear it. I heard that. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, something else that I've been watching quite a bit too. Um, mm-hmm. I'm almost finished with it. it is Naruto Shippuden. Um, I am on like episode 400 and something, almost on episode 500. Um, um, to be fair, there's a lot of filler in it. Um, I skip a lot of it because of filler and things like that, but I am post big climactic battle stuff. Um, I'm more of like in the aftermath of everything that's going to put the put this chapter at an end so i should be done within the next week or so probably if i hit it uh relatively hard uh, but this will be i think the first time that i've gone 100 percent through all of uh naruto and i'm really enjoying it i don't know how i feel about this extended part at the end so i'm waiting till it plays out because mm. it's it's like the curse of what just came before it was so huge and grand in scale and then you're suddenly back in like the small town and you're like okay (laughs) like oh i get it like it happens right like after like not everything can be fighting the giant thing there needs to be some normality that sets in afterward Um, so i'm just kind of getting used to it now and just seeing where they're going to leave it before I go into the sequel series of Baruto. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a good time, and I've said it before. If you haven't seen Naruto, watch it. Give it a go. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if there weren't that many episodes, dude, if there weren't that many episodes, then it would be all over that. But it's just such, such a daunting thing um, to, to look at, um, the, the episode count. Yeah, it's an investment of time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Something that is not as much as a uh, of a, a investment of time is something called Misfits and Magic. I don't know if you know that, Mike. I have no idea what that is. No idea. Okay. Do you uh, do you know D and D? I do. It's not it's not D and D. It's <laughs> it's a but it is similar to D and D. It's a, a, a system called Kids on Brooms, um, which is uh, then again based on a system called Get Kids on Bikes. Um, it is basically uh, a, a fairly simple um, uh, role-playing system, um, and Kids on Brooms is based on a Harry Potter-ish universe. It's not Harry Potter, 
uh, but it is you know something where you can make stories about you know that it has magic and you can go to school and 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 you know where and stuff like that so so you can totally it, it's very like it doesn't the system doesn't have you know stories for you to tell you you need to come up with everything yourself on okay. but it had but it is like a build system for for magic and it has brooms and it has like different you know those harry potter tropes um, things built mm-hmm. into it misfits and magic is someone it's it's like a a, a role-playing group called dimension 20 um and it's like a four episode thing where they are playing kids on brooms instead of normal D and D. So and and it, it's in a, like a Harry Potter ish universe, but the characters come from the real world, so mm-hmm. they know about Harry Potter uh, and oh, stuff like okay. that. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of meta going on as well. Um, but it's just it's just so much fun. All you know the the players in this game is just this they are so good at, at whatever they're doing uh, the role-playing part and, and they're so good at telling a story and, and and then they're also just they're funny as well so you're sitting and laughing half the time uh, or we were at least and even you know i even got my girlfriend to watch the first episode and she was like you know what i actually enjoying this and i want to you know f- watch more of it um, because mm-hmm. i think when it comes to the, for instance critical role that's more a thing for me it's uh, you know and not so much for her but but she really enjoyed this 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 thing and some people might then think yeah but if it's harry potter then we don't really want to support it and stuff like that it's not harry potter at (laughs) all um and all the reasons why people hate a certain author author from harry potter um they make up for this in 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 this thing there's a lot of uh, uh you know gender fluid and, and queer characters and stuff like that um, and they're also sort of, sort of like playing into um, the, the, the strangeness that it strangeness that is Harry Potter for instance mm-hmm. that you know that you're put in a your brain is not even fully you know formed yet and you're being put into a house together with a lot of other people who are in like uh, evil evil just like you've seen seen as the evil house so obviously you know if, if that's how you know if you're being put into an evil house and you're being called evil, then you will most likely turn evil, you know, stuff like that. Um, so they're playing with all these things that, you know, uh, you know, that wait, isn't this a little bit weird? Uh, and they even have like a, 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 a rule that is called like the, the common fucking sense rule mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. So they're playing uh, with a lot of, of, of the, of the higher party universe. And it's, it's, the way that I explained it, probably don't don't give it justice. It is so entertaining, so much fun, and and yeah, I can really really recommend it. And it's each episode is like roughly two hours, two and a half hours maybe. Um, so and you can totally split them up so you don't have to watch all two hours in one go. And I can really really re- recommend it. it. It's so much fun. All right, cool. Um, I've never heard of it. It sounds interesting, and I do think that the world of like. Uh, tabletop RPG games is like so vast and there's so many different things and sometimes we forget about it because like Critical Role helped propel like Dungeons and Dragons back into the spotlight mm-hmm. so when you think tabletop RPGs you're thinking Dungeons and Dragons and that's pretty much the be all and end all but mm-hmm. there's so much out there like 
There's Lord of the Rings ones. There's Star Wars ones. There's this one. There's a bunch of other things. I think that you've put something in like the Discord chat for somebody yeah. if they want to do like a one-off uh, campaign of some other thing. Get some uh, bites. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know that um, Sill has mentioned um, there's like a werewolf based one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, there's so many things out there, and I would love to try them at some point, but at the same time. I am one of those. It's like I kind of get Dungeons and Dragons, and I kind of get that system, and mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm capable of learning <laughs> another system because they well, they can be quite yeah quite different from time to time. Um, kits on bikes is really really easy. So the way that it works is that basically you have six different stats. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're really good at it, one of the stats, then you roll with your d20 for that particular stat. If you're bad at it, then you roll with the d4. Okay. So that's basically that. That's that's the core. That the different die uh, is is your stat basically. So you, mm-hmm. you just have your six dice, uh, dice, um, and that's then that's it. That's all you need to know. The rest of it in kids on bikes is basically just you need to play your character, and the, the storytelling is way more collaborative than I feel like D and D. Is well, I mean, D and D can be as well, uh, very, very, very collaborative. But I feel like Kids on Bikes is just even more. Everyone needs to pitch in with what's going on in the storyline and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so that, there is a few things that the dice can explode if you if you roll like the maximum, then it explodes. So you can roll mm-hmm. it again, um, and and that's about it. But but overall, very, very simple system. There's no classes and stuff like that. I mean, it's more like there's tropes. So you ca- you you pick a character trope. So for, okay. for instance, instance kits on bikes uh, that is based on. Or you can tell stories like Ichi, like Stranger Things, stuff like that. So obviously you, you have, you know, the nerdy character. You have like, uh, 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 you know, different tropes of, of characters that are, that are known. I want to be the jock. Yeah, but but it doesn't really give you any, you know, special skills or anything because you're a normal kid. What, mm-hmm. you, what would you do? I mean, may, maybe you're a little bit better at athletics with, with one of the tropes and you're better at, you know... Uh, shooting with your with your sling um, or something like that, and, and that's about it. That's about it. So there's not a lot of rules to it. Uh, at least kids on bikes. I think kids on bikes is a, is an easy system to get into. Also, if you just want to try out, you know, uh, role playing in general. So. Well, Beth was always good with the slingshot. It's like <laughs> it was always meant to be Beth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on from the tabletop game front to the video game front. Oh yeah, that's why we're here, right? Yeah, um, I mean, this show is uh, about nerd things, so um, <laughs> it's anything and everything. And this just happened to be one of those ones where we had quite a bit to say about other things other than video games. But yeah. I have played a bunch this past week of a particular video game. Once again, I delved back into SWOTOR. Um, and this time, throughout this week, I completely finished a story. Uh, I completely finished the Sith Sorcerer. Ooh. Or the, um, I guess the general class would be called the Sith Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Um, I have finished that campaign, I guess what I call you, what it. What did you think? I've done it before okay. um, on my NA um, thing before, and I love it. I do feel like the third act kind of goes on for quite a bit longer than what it should. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it definitely feels very long. But this is a time that I've actually finished the campaign and i didn't have the double xp boost 
And I will say that actually, like, I think it's more enjoyable without the double XP boost, simply because things are a bit more challenging. Um, I did not have my follower as a healer um, mm. for most of it because the game is way too easy. If you have your follower on heals, like you can basically just push one button the entire time and just like win um, because they're whatever role your follower is in, they're pretty much like the best version of that role that they could possibly have. So I had my follower as DPS. Mm. And it was just two DPS and we were killing most things, but I did have to stop and heal and I had to use my bubble shield and things like that. I had to actually use like active mitigation in order to survive because she was just whacking things, but her lightsaber doesn't care. Uh, mm. <laughs> but I did find it to be very enjoyable experience and I, I say it every time, but there's just so much content in this damn game. Yep. Like... And the fact that it's free to play and you can play all of these different stories like for free mm-hmm. is ridiculous to me. Like, if if this game had come out like this and it was free to play then, like people would have been like, okay, where where's the catch? Like, what do they suddenly like get your bank information and just take everything out? Because <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but holy moly, I had such a good time. I played a character where. I could make decisions, but if there was a dark side choice, I had to make the dark side choice. Hmm. Um, and it's not always the best choice. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like <laughs> I've tried this before, and I always, I've always given up because I'm as much as I like to be a dark side character. Like there are certain choices that like I can't do normally. No. Um, no. And there was one situation where I had to do a display of power. And there were certain ways that you could go about doing it, and the easiest one, the most powerful one, was to sabotage the gas lines underneath the city. Mm-hmm. And the guy that I went to go recruit to help me do this didn't want to do it because it would affect his family. Yep. And I didn't want to affect his family, but the dark side choice was, I don't care, you're going to do it anyway. And I shocked him with a little bit of lightning and did it and there's a lot of stuff like that where you're just like oh man i feel bad (laughs) yep yep i i know what i I know exactly what you mean i i usually sometimes when i've been playing sword i make these kind of rules as well that i need to be in the dark i need to do dark side stuff Mm -hmm. um and then the more that i get into it i'm just like nope (laughs) <laughs> this nope. This seems this is just wrong. I, I cannot do it. So I I, I don't think I've, I've I've actually ever managed to play all the way through and uh, as as a dark side character. I always at some point just you know bail on it and, and you know come 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 to the light side. <laughs> I I actually I did it. I went through the entire uh, class campaign and made all dark side choices. Um, I didn't make any light side choices. There were some choices that I made that didn't have a color option to it, but it felt like there were light side, dark side options, and I chose the lighter side of it usually. Mm. Um, But let's just say there was a lot of lightning being thrown out at people. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of, you will bow to me, I will be the ultimate ruler. Um, But I already rolled a... uh, My next one, which is going to be a bounty hunter... Hmm. Um, that's going to be the one I'm going to go through next. And then after that, I might finish up the Imperial side with the Imperial Agent. I'm just missing the Bounty Hunter on, on the Imperial side. Oh, yeah. Um, which I'm playing 
through at the moment if I could get into the game. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no Swatter. It's just it's it's such a good game. It, it's 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 one that I keep coming back to from time to time. So yeah, yeah. I put this on Twitter, but if anybody out there is searching for a new home for an MMO um, due to certain things that may have happened, maybe you're moving away from World of Warcraft, maybe you just don't want to play World of Warcraft and you want to try a different MMO, and Final Fantasy is not your jam. Because I get it, like, right now, the surge to Final Fantasy is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is playing Final Fantasy right now, so it's logical that if you're looking for an MMO, you would go there, because there's more people to play there uh, actively right now. Um, I will say that Swotor could be a great option for you. Um, even if you just want to play... Maybe you're looking for an MMO, but you don't want to get, like too hamstring to the idea of I have to be in a group to do certain things, like part of the story, because in Final Fantasy there are points where you do have to group up like you have to do a dungeon in order to progress the story Um, and it's not optional, you can't progress the story unless you do that dungeon Um, I think there's also later on you have to do a raid in order to progress the story Mm -hmm. so if that is not quite your jam then consider Swotor because the group content is optional um, for pretty much the entirety of it. So um, it's there for you if you want it. There's PvP. There's just a whole bunch of great stories there that I think a lot of people should. I think people would enjoy. It's not without its faults. Okay, it does feel like a less polished version of something like World of Warcraft in certain aspects. But overall, like I have a lot of fun with it and I'm enjoying it. It's a good game. I, I can only second what what you're saying, Mike. It's, yeah. It's it's yeah. Um, I I I, so I personally I think I would be going to Swatter instead of uh, uh, um, Final Fantasy. I've played mm-hmm. played Final Fantasy as well, but it's just not my my thing. So. Yep. How how about speaking of going to new MMOs? Have you looked into the two new ones that are coming out every soon? New World in September and Ashes of Creation also in September, I believe. No. Um, I've seen videos like floating around and I know Preach did a video on New World um, but it was too long for me to really like kind of like <laughs> it. it's weird when it's something that like I've never played before mm. and the video is like 30 minutes long I really need to be invested in it to really kind of want to sit through and watch it and that one I just like I was like mm. I'm, I'm not really shopping for a new MMO right now no. So that's why I'm not really focusing on those. Um, I'm more focused on the ARPG side of things, like the Diablo-style games and things like that. Uh, I'm looking at the new ones of those, like Last Epoch and stuff like that. But in terms of MMOs, like I'm, I'm content right now with the ones that I'm playing. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've been looking a little bit at both. I've been looking at New World, but it seems like... I think I will be getting... The, New World when it comes out, but I, I don't see myself as this will be like the new MMO that I'll be playing, but it, it mm-hmm. just seems like something where, you know, for the price, I'll be entertained for a good amount of hours, and, and then I'll probably be out of there, because it seems like the big focus is PvP, um, yeah. and I prefer PvE, so I don't think the New World will be like some, some somewhere where I stay, but I think it will be something that I check out and, and will spend, you know, uh, a good amount of hours in it. Ashes of Creation, on the other hand, looks interesting, but I need, but I'm not as updated on that one, so I, I don't really know. Okay. Yeah. But 
It will be interesting to see when we get a little bit closer to, to release. Anyway, something we played, and we played it together. Yes! It's a, it's a small game um, called Ascent. Um, mm. It's it's um, it's not an ARPG, but I definitely get the, feel, the same feeling from it uh, yes. as an ARPG, except that it's a... What's it called? A... A twin stick shooter. Twin stick shooter. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and I, I just really, really loved the, the world building uh, in it, how the world was working. And uh, I, I feel like we just need to figure out how the map works. But besides <laughs> that, I think that it, 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 it's really, it was really, really entertaining. Um, it, it's in the future. It's cyberpunk-ish in, 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 in you know, the, the, the feeling of it. And, um, and you, can, you can shoot stuff. <laughs> uh, yes, I would hope that in a twin-stick shooter you are shooting stuff. It is. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, mm. It did have a few issues, I think, like on Tom's end, because Tom was playing with us. Um, there were some issues along the way. Uh, it seemed like there were some graphical issues on my end as well. Um, towards the beginning, mm. had some issues there. I don't know if that stuff has been patched in, but it had just come out, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, we played it on Xbox Game Pass on PC. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's cyberpunk. It has like a lot of cool aesthetic if you like cyberpunk style. Um, the music is great. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was hammering in there. It definitely got you in the zone. Now there is some story going on there. I don't know what that story is per se because we were just kind of like, okay, let's just get on with it and just enjoy the game for what it is. Um, I did toy with the idea of going in solo and just kind of doing all the side stuff too. Yeah. Like in a separate game gameplay just to kind of see what is going on in this world because i did watch a video about it after we played like i was like let me see what other people are saying about this game and apparently there's a lot going on in the world Mm. Uh, it's just you need to do some reading you need to talk to some people Um, if you're that type of person that likes to figure out like every little thing that's going on in the world apparently there is quite a bit there for you Um, but i remember when we were playing you had mentioned like one of the things that you really liked was like how vast it seemed and how mm-hmm. busy it yeah, seemed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it seemed like there was a lot going on with just the, the, the NPC the city, characters. The city looked like a city. I mean, there was stalls and stores and houses and people everywhere, and it it really. It, like you know opposite of, of Stormwind in, in World of Warcraft that seems quite empty and doesn't really seem like a proper city sometimes uh, this really felt like you know this was a city there was stuff going on everywhere and that you could even you know if you walked around you would see you could hear conversations between characters and stuff like that it, it was really really cool it, it really felt alive and I think that's that's what made me really really enjoy the game so much that everything felt alive it felt like it was a proper world that we were mm-hmm. actually moving about yeah, you made the comparison to like um, ARPGs, like and it's not quite an ARPG, but it does have ARPG elements to it. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, when you think of like an ARPG, you don't think of a lot of NPC characters. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're roaming around the world, the only time you see a bunch of things on screen is when you're destroying a bunch of monsters. Yeah. And this has like moments where there's a bunch of enemies on screen, 
but intermingled are like npc characters like just random like citizens and things like that and sometimes they'll be running away and then you realize that you shot them because (laughs) they're they're part of the world and you just kind of took them out (laughs) now there are no like social moral ramifications of like that like after the mission nobody's like well you took out half the city in the process of getting (laughs) rid of that gang but it's still a cool little touch that there are people running around in this space that the enemies are in as well yeah, and I mean, even though that it doesn't have any ramifications, as we probably figured out listening to us talking about uh, Swotor, every time it happened, I was still feeling like, oh shit, oops, that was uh, that was not a good thing. Um, <laughs> so you know, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all fun and games when I was just killing the um, the robot NPCs, but when it came to actual people running around, then I started feeling bad. <laughs> this nope. this podcast episode will come back to haunt me when the robots take over. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, um, the ascent. It's a fun time. Definitely grab yes. some friends and go in there and enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, all right, something else that I've been playing. Let's jump into fantasy world. Um, I jumped into Skyrim for a bit. Okay. Um, have Skyrim you is before. A- I have played it before. Okay. Um, Skyrim is a game that I have a history with. Um, I was a huge fan of Oblivion, The Elder Scrolls IV. Um, I loved it. It just hit me at that point in life where I could give it the amount of time. I think I was like in high school, if not like fresh out of high school. So I had some time on my hands and I gave it a, a big go and I loved every moment of it. And then Skyrim eventually came out and I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Um, and it bricked my PS3. So <laughs> I didn't like it all that much. And I've tried throughout the years to go back to it. And each time I give it a bit more time in-game. But I've never actually finished it. Um, but I wanted to play a game where I could be a stealthy rogue. Um, and I don't mean like a bow and arrow. Because I always play stealthy bow and arrow players. Because they're so easy um, in those games. But I wanted to be like a stealthy rogue, dual daggers, sneaking up behind, doing sneak kills and things like that. And I thought, you know what, maybe Skyrim was my best uh, my best go for that. Hmm. So I reinstalled the game, I started playing it, and I was having some fun. Um, I haven't tried to take on any dragons or anything yet, because I don't know how that would go with my character choice. But um, I'm having fun with it. It's Skyrim, you know, the game is like 11 years old or something like that at this point. Hmm. But it's everywhere. It's still fun. So I'll be delving into that a bit more probably throughout the week. Yeah. I've, 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 I've played, I, I've jumped into it at some point. I, I, but I think at that, at that point it was probably also like eight years old or something like that. It's been around forever and I, I never really, I never played it too much. I played the beginning of it and it didn't, it didn't really, didn't really catch me at that point when I played it. So I've never really, never really tried it again, never returned to it. Um, it's also I've never played in any of the other games in the series mm-hmm. except for for the MMO. Um, okay. So so I don't really have any you know any you know uh, um, I don't even know what I want to say. I, I don't, I don't have, any have history any, with the franchise. Yeah, exactly. I don't have any history or anything to to actually pull me into this game. So so yeah, never really got around to play it too much. So like part of the appeal of Skyrim is that there's like. If you don't want to do the main story, you don't have to do the main story. Mm. Uh, there's like the world is so vast and so big that it's it's kind of like the quintessential open world RPG mm. because once you get past that intro part, 
and you're out in the world, you could literally, like, the guy is like, hey, let's go over here. And you could just turn around and go the complete opposite direction. And, hey, there's a cave. Let me go in that cave and explore it. Um, there are things that the game doesn't tell you. Like, um, how do you access a certain group and organization? Like, you might walk into a town and then you hear about, like, the Thieves' Guild and things like that. But mm -hmm. there are rumors where the Thieves' Guild might be. So you go and find them and then it's up to them whether or not they allow you to join them and they have tasks for you to do and you could just simply be like a thief in the thieves guild or you could be like a gladiator in an arena so it's like that's part of the appeal is that like if you want to be just a straight adventurer you can be an adventurer in these games and do that mm. yeah i don't know i maybe 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 I'll, I'll give it a go again sometime I do have it, so, you know. Yeah, like I said, um, I'm one of those that has to go back to it several times as well, so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, a game that I actually haven't tried before, that I just jumped into very recently last night, actually, and again today, is a game, a small game called The Long Dark. It's one of my uh, Mike's favorite genres. It's uh, a survival, survival game. <laughs> um... To it, it's on the Xbox Game Pass, so mm -hmm. that's why I was like, all right, let's try it out. Um, it ha both have survival, but it also has a story mode. So if you're more into the story and you need a reason to survive, then you can totally do that. I haven't jumped into story mode yet, so I don't know how it is. I jumped straight into survival just to see how the game was actually uh, played. I think I installed it fairly late last night, like 10.30 p.m. or something like that. And I went to bed at 2 a.m. <laughs> Um, so it, did ca it definitely it did uh, caught you a little bit, huh? It ca caught me a little bit. <laughs> I, I probably also played three hours of it today. Um, so just the survival part, I, I think it's pretty cool. It works quite well. And again, the game doesn't tell you anything. So um, I was I was in the very beginning. I was very close at just you know dehydrating because I was like, how do how the hell do I do I get some water? And I was like, but there's snow everywhere. I need to be. <laughs> it's like in Canada and in, in, in the snowy mountains. There has to be some way to get to do that. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually very easy. You just need to you know. You, you could do it anywhere where you're building a fireplace that you can just melt some snow. Um, so, so yeah, it was actually, that, that, that part was fairly easy. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, nope, really, really enjoying it. Um, it's a survival game. You need to survive. You need to find food and, and, and stuff like that. And, um, and I don't really, I, I don't really think in the survival mode, I don't think there's too much to do besides just surviving and, and you decide what you want to do. But it seems mm. like the world is quite big. Uh, I, I've been just I haven't been staying around in one area I've actually just been traveling around finding you know small caverns and stuff like that and scavenging them and staying there for a few days and then moving on to the next area and, and, and stuff like that just exploring the world and just trying to survive and and yeah it it, it seems pretty as a survival game it, it seems pretty solid so uh, at some point I, I will have to jump into to the story mode and, and see how the story is and how all that plays out but you know right now I think I've played like what six seven hours just just surviving um, and and yeah it, it's been fun That's good. No, I don't I don't have much to contribute no, uh, when it comes no. to survival games, they're not my, no, not my jam. <laughs> there's no building in this one. There's no building in this one. So if you're if you're into survival games because of the building aspect, then don't go with this one. But um, <laughs> but but no, I'm just I'm enjoying it. it it's weird. 
I've, I've been searching for games to, to play and, and I'm playing a, quite a few different ones and it seems like at the moment survival games are the ones where I tend to get captivated for a longer period of time if you look back at me just playing Subnautica a few few weeks back and th- or probably a month back now but but still it seems like that's 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 uh, it seems like that's my jam apparently apparently yes. I'm into survival games that's good um I've actually been trying to find like a game that I could just kind of play for like a few hours on end um and I've been trying to get into like any city builders type games mm-hmm. and I just haven't found one that really captures me like I've tried city skylines I can't really spend too much time with it I'm, I'm just not good at those games <laughs> even I want to be but I'm just not mm-hmm. so it's frustrating I- I have looked at that as well because I think it's on the Game Pass as well. So I have looked at it. I might jump into it. Uh, did briefly actually speaking of you know simulation games and, and building games. I actually have briefly jumped into The Sims a little bit again lately. Um, so yeah, nice. yeah, still still good. Still enjoying it. All right. Um, the last game that I kind of jumped into briefly, um, I picked up the new um, Mario Golf on the Nintendo Switch, obviously. Hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's really weird because I'm not, like, huge into golf or tennis, but Mario Golf and Mario Tennis have always been go-to games for me, like, okay. ever since the Nintendo 64. And this one is no different. It's golfing, but with Mario. And the controls are tight, the gameplay's tight. It's just, it's a lot of fun. Uh, okay. There's no, like super old white dudes like roaming around the course or anything like that. It's just Mario and his pals having a great time. Um, powers, there's a goofy mode where like uh, the courses are very Mario-ish. So mm. you could do like your regular golf course style, right? Where it's just like, hey, here's like the green and the fairway and it's just a nice golf course. And then you can go full on Mario mode where there's like warp pipes and piranha plants and other crazy things going on that you have to navigate your way around. Um, there's a mode where you and your friends can play, and um, it's like free golf. So you go, and instead of like being transported to your ball, you have to run to it. Okay. And like you don't have to wait for the next person to take their turn. It's like once you get there, you have to take your shot. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I've seen some videos, and it looks pretty wacky. Um, so there's a lot in this game and it's been pretty fairly uh well received so if you have a history of liking mario sports games um then you'll probably already know about this but if not definitely think about it give it a go it's a fun party game to play with people whether you like chilling and just playing a casual game of golf or you like crazy wacky things it's there for you all right i i i don't know that's pretty much what I've been up to, like <laughs> completely, just those things. I've wanted to, to like watch more things, and mm. then I started playing Swotor. And the, the, it's a good game. The best thing about Swotor is also kind of like the worst thing is that you can't do anything else while you're playing Swotor because the story it's is so, so involved. Yeah, yeah it, and it's all voice acted, so it's not even like. Oh, I'll, I'll just like mute everything and read it while I have like a movie on on the other monitor or something. Like, nope, I'm nope. I'm in it, in it to win it. <laughs> I need the romance. I need to figure out all the drama. I need to figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's a good game. What can I say? Yeah. 
Um, other than that, that's that's all I've got. I, I feel like that was quite a bit. It was quite a bit that we talked about today. Um, we, we, we got a, a, a bit around pretty much everything. Yes, uh, mm. we got some board game stuff or tabletop games and movies and TV shows. Yep. Uh, some video games, awesome stuff. My, my girlfriend has bought for 200 euros worth of board games the past week as well, so... Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we are going to play some board games apparently. So yeah, reviews incoming. Jeez, <laughs> hey, um, any in particular? Like, um, one of them is actually a Star Wars game. It's sort of like a. Is it Outer Rim? No, it oh. is a. What's it called? Escape room isk ish uh, type of game. Um, oh yeah. Um, where there's three different uh, cases in it or something like that. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. But uh, it is it is sort of like either like criminal case or escape room ish um, types of games. It's not Escape from the Death Star, is it? No, I don't remember no, that, what it's called. I don't have the box nearby, so mm. I can can <laughs> can tell you right now. Well, that's but cool. It is cool. So. I always want to play more board games. I wish I had, like... I wish I had, like, a group that, like, hey, every Friday we're gonna meet up mm. at so-and-so's house and we're gonna play. So, like, you bring chips, you bring soda, you bring beer, whatever, and then it's just, like, a get-together and yeah. face-to-face meeting. I, I have a, a friend who lives in another town who has been... Who, who actually found a girlfriend who's living close by to where we live. So mm-hmm. he was over here visiting a few weeks ago, and and so we were all just gathered together, and then had dinner one evening, and then we're like, hey, let's play a board game, and it was just it was so much fun, and um, the we actually now not because of that, but you know we're looking for a new place to live, and we're actually going to move you know close to where he lives. So mm-hmm. and 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 they also him and his new girlfriend is also talking about moving in closer together, um, so. Potentially, we would actually have that group. I mean, maybe you can do, you know, some board games on on a semi regular nice. uh, um, thing, which could be would be so much fun. Don't nice. do it enough at the moment. So, and I just found out that there is a Disney Gargoyles game. Okay. I don't know if you ever watched Gargoyles. Um, no. I did because it was more of like my age uh, at the time. Uh, it was a cartoon in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was like dark and eerie. And I guess there's a board game that's coming out this year. Um, okay. I just... I want it now. And I just looked also, I just found it because I was looking up the Star Wars thing on your <laughs> end. Also, random thing. Hero Quest is being re-released in 2022. What? Yes, sir. Oh wow, that um, that's good because I think is it hard to find Hero Quest now? Yes, it hasn't been produced. So if you you can only yeah. buy it, you can only buy it second hand. So. <laughs> Don't type it into. It's not even like popping up on Amazon. I'm getting stuff for chocolate bars and protein bars. <laughs> So yeah, but apparently it should be re-released in January 2022, I think. All right. So, That's soon. 
It is. Relatively. <laughs> it is. Well, it's expected to be released in January 2022, so can All still right. be be moved. Anyway, that was just the random fact of the week. All right. Well, I think that we have uh, reached the end of this week's episode. Uh, and thank you all for tuning in. Uh, if you would like to chat with us about movies, about video games, tabletop games, suggestions on things that we should play, um, let us know. You can do so by emailing us at two nerds, maybe more at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at two nerds, maybe more. Um, you can also check out the website, two nerds, maybe more.com where we have this episode and all of our previous episodes. So thank you once again, and we will catch you all in the next one. But until then, stay nerdy. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.